Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we will be reviewing um, Stranger... Stranger... Strange. Strange Invaders that was released in 1983. It's American science fiction film. Hmm, yes. Ooh, yeah. Hmm. Right, well, we'll get into it directly. Okay, produced by uh, Walter Koblenz, I think it's the right pronunciation of his name, mm. directed by Michael Lawlin, mm. written by Bill Condon, Michael Lawlin, and Walter Davis. Mm. Uh, it's actually a tribute-type movie uh, yeah. to the 50s. Um, notably, uh, movies like The Invasion of the Body Snatchers were referenced mm. uh in some of the reports on this. There was a prequel, or a previous movie, but not actually a prequel, but a previous yeah. movie done called Strange Behaviour. That was done in 1981. We won't talk about that. I think it's also called Dead Kids. <laughs> it had two names. Um, but anyway, irrespective. Uh, moving right along. Um, budget. This is mm. scary. Uh, budget was over five and a half million. I can't, there's a there's a couple of different mentions of how much the budget costs. So I'll say over five and a half million. Box office at one point four million. So you could say it was a financial disaster. Yeah, who would have thought that in 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 seeing as there's more than one studio working on this yeah, one? Yeah, we had two studios. That's correct. Yeah, before I mentioned, we had um, I think Orion and EMI when Harvey's is in it. Yeah, and they we'll went. We'll talk about that later on. And they though. went in Harvey Z with uh, the script. I might add. Look, I was going to talk about it later when I talk about production and stuff. I know. Okay, but this is you do this to me all the time. You take all my stuff away from me. I know. And I got nothing to talk about. But I just mean that, <laughs> guys. See, these the studios are well. Let's... Oh, well I will discuss that. Later. later. But yeah. okay, I will discuss that later. But I, all I could say is this movie. It could have been a better movie, been better. but we think the the the, the companies, uh, Orion and EMI, actually stuffed the movie up. Not, mm. not Walter, not Michael, not Bill or Walter. Mm. I mean, well, Walter Davis, yeah, the other mm. Walter. Um, honestly, sometimes the production companies they're good for the money, but not really good with the imagination. And I think they stuffed up the movie. Yeah, but like present movies having now. said that, we're going to move on to the cast now, and you can tell the story after that. True. I'm going to go through the main people here. Uh, main people are Paul Lamatt. He plays Charles Bigelow. He's now, also been in uh, the American Graffiti, and he was also in Puppet Master, the first one I mentioned. So go on, moving on. Nancy Allen, she plays Betty Walker. She was what? Let's see, you keep jumping in on me. The journalist? Oh, Peachy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has been in many movies herself, including Robocop franchise. Diane, Diana Scarwood, Scarwood, C-A-R-W-I-D. Now, she plays Margaret Bigelow, which is Charles's former wife and the mother of the little child, Elizabeth. And she was also... Her character, her actor, the actor was uh, Diana, was also starred in um, Psycho, Psycho 3. 3 in 1983. Mm. And she's been in a lot of telemovies. So they had yeah. some good people running around in this movie. 
Uh, and I say running around because nothing else was happening in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. Now, um, yeah. Do you want to get into the plot? Oh, before we get to the plot, there was one other actor mm. whom I think was... I wish he wasn't downcast to such a small role, to be honest. Um, that would be Wallace Shaw. Sean. Sean. And he just plays a landlord to... He only had a bit part. A big part? Yeah, a bit part. He, his part was down to just say this much. I said he had a bit part. B-I-T, not B-I-G. Bit. He had a bit part. He walked in there, he got zapped by the alien, fell on the floor, and that was it, okay? Yeah. That's why he wasn't relegated to a higher place in the pecking order. Considering how he, he's been in a lot of... TV and movies. He's been Princess he, Bride, Vamps, to just to mention two. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. done a lot of stuff. And I heard that he was reduced to such a small, exi- um, well, non-existent yeah, role. Well, he put his hand up for it. Yes, yeah, He wanted to be in it? Yeah. What's your problem? It's just like what you discussed about how you talked about... Um, some, one other, like, when we're talking about Willy Wonka's um, The Chocolate Factory, you, the um, act, the... When they did the Candyman at the store, you they were talking oh, yeah. about well, getting the, a popular actor. In, they but actually, they want to get that. nobody. When the, in the original movie with Gene Wilder, yeah. the Candyman who had the store at the beginning, you, know, you did the Candyman, yeah, song, song, yeah, yep. that song. Now, they were thinking of putting a high-profile singer in, such as Sammy Davis Jr. Hanks. He did the commercial version of the song. Yeah. But they decided to go against a well-known singer because it ended up being more about the singer instead of the movie. Yeah. They wanted someone who's relatively unknown, so they got an actor who could sing to do the role. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but, okay, now I'll dive into the movie itself. Swat. So it begins with, um, it's 1950-something, whatever. 1958. Back in the time where, um, let me see... The you you'd be driving around with a car with fins. The only TV the show. The olden days. Yeah. Wait, wait, actually, I will say one thing before you go too far. It, it was based in 1958 in the town of Centerville, Illinois. Hmm. It was filmed on location in Centerville, Illinois. They didn't even change the name of the town. No surprise. So. Were they really invaded by aliens? Gosh mm. knows. I think this movie has been invaded by the um, invaded aliens. by producers. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. So, so it's um it's normal town. You know the usual stuff. The um um kids making out in make out lane. Yada yada yeah. yada. Happy days. Sort Happy of stuff. days. Yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like a lot of like Twilight Zone stuff. Yeah, had a Twilight Zone sort of feel and things. It's like yeah, I I think it's a movie called Happy Valley or something rather, or or some sort of stuff where uh, where the people were stuck in a bit of a time sort of thing. Mm. I can't remember now. I haven't haven't seen. I heard about it years ago. So Mm. anyway, um, then these people later that night get invaded by some creatures, and we don't see what happens to the inhabitants at per yet. Well, we know we know nothing about anything. Yeah. All of a sudden, just um, nothing. Nothing. That's it. And the town later on is still running as normal. And still caught in, in the caught in a bit of a time, uh, a time. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, stuck in 1950s. Stuck in time. Yeah, stuck in, stuck in the fifties. It didn't progress. The the buildings were the same. The clothing was the same. The attitude was the same. The car. Yeah, nothing changed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 25 years later, I think it was 20 or 30 uh, years later, I'm not sure. I think it was 25 years later. Yeah. I think, yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, P- Professor Bigelow is Bigelow. Yeah, Bigelow. Yeah. Um, his he and his wife are estra- have separated. Yeah, and, and be- they got, they share custody of the little child Elizabeth. Yeah, and the mother just tells him that you're you're going to look after her for a couple of days while I'm settling my mother's funeral arrangements. Yeah, so back at Centerville, where he supposedly came from. Yeah, mm. so after a couple of weeks, he's gross concern. Because there's no contact from Co- Mummy. Yeah, he phones her ha- house a couple of times. In Centerville. In, and there was no reply or no answer. Oh, no, yeah, her house there, and then she tried to contact Centerville as well, and no one seems to be able to tell her anything. So he gets in the car and does a road trip. Yes, and brings yeah. his dog with him. Ruff, ruff. <laughs> A nice big German Shepherd, Alsace, a very nice doggy. Yeah, he heads to Centerville, whatever, and um, the place is very. As he when he talks to some of the people, they don't know anything about Never Margaret. Never heard of the family. Yeah, her mm. family, her auntie, or whatever, or, or grandmother, or, or mother, whatever. or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, mother, yeah, mother, yeah, the mother. Uh, Oh, don't know that person in this town. You got the right town. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So he goes, tries to explore, and he finds a church, which is um, kind of, you can hear a weird noise inside it. Or well, under it, even. But it doesn't matter. So anyway, he gets spooked by some weird noises coming outside where his dog un- un- unexpectedly gets attacked. And his dog disappears. Is gone. He was going woof woof and everything, but it's gone. He then notices mm. some weird things, like some of the inhabitants refuse to talk to him or anything like that. Yeah, and they, they're looking at him weird and stuff, and like he's a, I mean, he's a stranger in our town. Yeah, sort of and they here. give him odd looks, and there are he. And they're acting behavior, their behavior is really weird. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he tries to escape into his car, and then he notices something on the road—a weird-looking alien creature on the road. And yep, then he yep, continues yep. driving, and soon enough, um, his car gets um, somehow damaged, and so he has to yeah, jump yeah. into another person's car. He stole the car. And he yeah. tries to head out of Eleanor quickly. Centerville. Well, Centerville, Illinois. That's like Queensland, okay? Illinois, okay? Yeah, eventually the... A deputy of the police, whatever, um, catches up to his car and tells him that that well escorts him out of the area. Obviously, I don't know what happens to him yeah, after that. You'd think he'd be arrested and, and, and thrown in the clink, but no, they took him away out of their town. So very, okay. yeah, something wicked this way comes. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, moving on, he then reports the incident to. Um, a guy, I don't know who he is, um, a f- another professor at the university? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a yeah, chat to him about it. Because yeah. throughout this movie, the the places they shot this, I can't make it out because most of the time, the the, the one thing that escapes me in the well, scenes... you talk about the movie and not the sets? It's just that oh, some of the Lord. tables they use in, this, in these movies oh. don't look like they ought to be there. Like... Like, Tell the story. We'll talk about production later. I know, but there was some. <laughs> I mean, the guy he approaches at, who's a fellow professor, his table looks like it ought to be not there. For some reason, it looks like it it ought to be in a. Well, it shouldn't be yeah. there at all because he's supposed to be a professor. Professors have oak tables and look, look more professional. Yeah. 
They're, they did on a budget. It was a very poor university, okay? It didn't look very poor. The room didn't look very <laughs> poor to my eye. So anyway, moving on. He oh, then, thank you. He then approaches the FBI, who don't give him any sound facts. They give him a stupid etch sketches of, of previous alien, inc- alien well, sketches. I think it was some government agency. Well, they said it was the FBI on YouTube, on, on, in Wikipedia. Well, it didn't. They said there were FBI agents whatsoever. He's, and even the guy at the uh, the professor said, I, I have a pers- friend who's who works in FBI, yada, yada, yada. Whatever. Anyway, he approaches them and they say um, they don't give you very much information, obviously. He then approaches... They're trying to make him look like an idiot. Yeah, he then approaches the tabloids. Yeah, the tabloids. Yeah, crappy magazine. Yeah, yeah. and he discovers that... Um, in a ma- actually, he notices in a newspaper um, an article that indicates that... And they had a picture of... Of an alien, which is the same type of alien he saw in reality. Yeah, ah. so so the very same aliens have come to where he lives and now are taking up residence in the neighbourhood, or in New York, yeah, I should well, say. Yeah, well, New York, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was in New York somewhere. Mm. Yeah. So, and somehow they're... Um, I guess they're stalking him, or well, because yeah, because he well, he worth well, giving a bit of a back back pedal here. His wife is actually an alien, or his ex-wife's actually an alien. Yes, and they were together for a couple of years, and they had a little girl called Elizabeth. Now, because he's half alien, the aliens want custody of her. Yeah. Mm. Moving on. Yeah. So he goes to tabloids. They laugh it off and say uh, that it's all just a uh, fictional yeah, we, bag we just, joke. We just put this, gra- this garbage article. in the newspaper because people read it. But yeah. they didn't even believe it. So, yeah. Yeah. Eventually, they start stalking, um, what's her name? Um, Betty Walker, who's the writer of that very article. Yeah, the journalist or whatever and you want to call it. they yeah. kill her, yeah. or not kill her, I mean, yeah, kill her, her landlord, Errol. Yeah. I think they did, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and she eventually um, meets up with him, meets up with um, Bigelow, and tell him the news that her, you know, her landlord was killed and all that stuff. And he disappeared. The police don't believe her either. Yeah, there's news of your body hanging around. Yeah. yeah. And they have a little bit of a chummy time getting to know each other. And then we then meet Margaret, who reappears in at at Big at his. Her, at his her, her husband's house, and he tells her he tells her him the horrible truth that she is an alien, and she just came out to New York to scope out the area. And she fell in love with him, yada yada yada. And she tells him that you must save our daughter, yada yada yada. Exactly. Yeah. So they head to his um his parents' house, whom. He asked for them to look after her, her while he's away, when he was in the in this in the town and all and that stuff. He, and, and, the, and the baby's been, uh, child's been abducted. Yeah, mm. yeah. Realizing that they're they are in big, tr- you know what? So Betty and Bigelow they then head on a train, hard to believe, and then they try to find her final source who might fill in the final puzzle to what's going on. 
And I gotta admit, this movie is so long. Let's no, no, so move on with it. We'll talk about production well, later. There were some useless bits I won't mention. Move Trust on me. to the story. You're losing the people's interest now. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my interest already. I'm losing interest in it. That's why I'm bored <laughs> myself. So anyway, um, they then meet this their their source, who's in a mental institute, who tells them that he and his family went on holidays into this town, and while he was um, exploring the town he goes to the church he then find go, comes home and find i mean comes back to the hotel and finds his wife and his children gone well yeah. actually his son gets dra- um his body drained of substance everything and, and it gets turned into an energy ball yeah and, a sphere. and you see three Bob's spheres Bob's floating in the air and floating towards the church. So one's his wife, and the other two are his little kids. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, he then tries to. He eventually tries to get away, and eventually um, he tells the police and anyone. But they they think he's another a crackpot or anything. Lock him up in the asylum and throw yeah. away the key. <laughs> yeah. Now they don't know that side of the truth. So they then head out, and eventually our our escape loony decides to come with them to help them out as much as they can. He can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't really a loony after all, was he, folks? Mm. Yeah. He then jumps into the he, he unknownly jumps into the, his their his their their car, obviously, and heads down to to the town. Obviously. Yeah, they, well, they go driving back to Centerville. Yeah, and mm. when they get to on the border of Centerville, um, some of the uh, agents are there, and the what. The lady agent tells them that the they negotiate with the aliens and they're going to leave. But Every, everything's been fixed up. You don't need to go in now. I'll go away. Yes, and we wonder what kind of terms have they arranged. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know, but I don't know like, the terms. So anyway, they take the lady hostage and they had try to they take another car and head inside the town itself. Exactly. Eventually. Um, they then arrange a plan, or I think, I'm not sure, to be honest. They decide to sneak in inside the town. They then find um, Elizabeth in probably the the motel where um, her dad yeah, stayed I so. at, I think. So, yeah. I, think. Yeah, I can't I be think sure. I think it was motel, yeah. Yeah. While outside the motel, Margaret tries to tell her people, alien people, to not take their daughter away to wherever they were going to go to. Going home. You know, like E.T. went home, they wanted to go home too. Yeah, and they want to take Elizabeth with them. Which is a half-cast, isn't it? He's half-alien, half... Uh, what do you call uh, Earthling, uh, human being, whatever. Human yeah, being, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, eventually, both Bigelow and Betty get caught by these alien guys and they attempt to take them to the church thingy wing. Of course, when we get there, we find out what the aliens planned. They want to take Elizabeth back to their world and all that stuff. We, and of course, we don't know totally why. but Yeah, we don't know either. Eventually, um, um, Ma- eventually Bigelow bre- breaks up, you know. I mean, Ma- Elizabeth doesn't want to go, obviously. She wants to stay on Earth with yeah. her dad and all that yeah. stuff. And, and, and her mum... Mm. Like, mm. Mrs. Bigelow, Margaret, uh, yeah. were, uh, says, use the power I taught you. Yeah, Remember? she uses her power where the, her mother taught her. Yeah, she got some sort of laser power just like all the other ones. Yeah, and yeah. both Elizabeth and Bigelow, they jump off the um, air, air, 
the spaceship before it starts heading off. Yeah, and they run away. Eventually, the orbs of the other inhabitants of the um, town soon come back onto the Earth, and they soon soon enough change back into humans. Exactly right, into who, what they're supposed to be, but without aging, because the guy whose family disappeared so many years earlier, the nutcase guy, um, they were the same age they were when they disappeared, and he was a tad older. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. white hair and everything. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, and of course, Betty is alive. <coughs> I, don't, I don't think I ever saw her turn into a blue orb, I don't think, which was not really important. And she must have, because he ended up in the tree. And remember? Earl was alive, which mm. is a bit strange to me, because well, he was zapped by the um, the alien's ray of where, where yeah, it came from. Everybody was zapped, but they were taken back to the township. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. And, of course, the um, the agents arrive and saying, keep calm, everyone, Not, there's no, nothing to worry nothing about. Nothing to see here, go home, stuff. folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and all, yeah, all the and townsfolk who had lifted, used to live there, all came back. And the dog returns to the dog appeared. And it was happily ever after. And as the ship heads away, Elizabeth tells her dad, don't worry, she'll come back. One day. One day. Lovely. And always And the end. Yay, that bloody time. Yeah. I know it sounds very, you might think, I almost wish there was a little bit more excitement in this movie. Well, that's what we both agreed on. Look, I'm going to, we're not uh, we're not trolls, okay. We're not going to bag it too much. Yeah. However, the only thing I can appraise yeah. <laughs> this movie for is its special effects and its makeup job. Yeah, the, the makeup guy was actually hamstrung a little bit a couple of times during the movie as well, and he was getting annoyed with it. Um, but the biggest problem is Orion and EMI went halfsies in the uh, financing the deal, mm. and um, they got the um, the Bruce director guys to. Um, Change the script around, and they took some bits out and changed things here. And I think they lost the plot somewhere along the line when they were yeah. doing the rewrites. Yeah. Because they had to, they wrote it to satisfy EMI and Orion yeah. instead of telling a good story. And I, that's why I think it lacks something. Yeah. Some of the dynamics isn't there. The atmosphere isn't there. The people are reciting their lines. Not there, but there, there's no, there doesn't be too much emotion behind the lines. They just came for the motions, so, yeah. And it's it's sad because it could have been a better movie. Yeah, most of the scenes um were hmm. there was just it was just dead in some of these these moments. I mean, it, I didn't care about what went on with Bigelow and Betty throughout the um, their moments together. I didn't really care much about that because they run too long. Most of those scenes, even the most intense moments when you most likely should be either the tense moments when you have to be scared like if you were say lost your own kid or, you or would I'm not you would not be just sitting around <laughs> just talking like the, the chewing the fat with your girlfriend like Marvin the Martian no isn't that nice or, or, yeah, it's just, it would yeah. be mm. this would be a most intense moment it's your I mean, if it was for your own daughter, you'd be scared. You'd be, you'd be, you'd be agitated. You'd be you'd agitated. Be, yeah. You'd be on the edge of your seat. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you'd, ever see her end, again. He's just going, oh, this is a bad situation, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. Sometimes it made me think of... I, th- I think the scariest part was their dialogue. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, most of the um, other movies I've ever watched that dealt with uh, alien abductions or aliens taking over other human beings... Um, it it kind of left it um, 
those kind of movies always had something to get you know draw upon giving the um the characters the heroes to not sit around like pretending it's all good i would have thought maybe on the train when they were traveling there might have been aliens following them that could have been really cool they could have followed them onto the um, carriages and they try to hide in 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 different compartments to avoid the aliens from following them all that stuff they had plenty of opportunities to make those moments a bit more traumatic and and, and, and traumatic and they didn't i mean mean, dramatic dramatic i even lady knocking on the door oh look there's an alien oh hello do you want to come in yeah yeah, it it lost something and i'm I'm, i got some notes here about the financing part which might explain i would prefer watching not of this surf by roger corman then this movie for, we'll, we'll be. for now, okay, I'm going to read a couple of things. I've got some notes here. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, like I said, Orion and EMI got involved in this uh, from the, the financing aspect. Now, as part of the financing deal, Orion and EMI demanded several script changes. Uh-oh. Uh, and they found it difficult to do. Yeah, the, you know, the writers, you know, um, Condon and Lawton, uh, Lawton found it a little bit difficult. Okay, that they also influence and reduce the film's scope. Uh, for example, in the original script, the American government was a much bigger threat. Mm, cool. It almost disappeared all totally, with a big sequence taking place at an air force base. That'd be cool. That wasn't there. <laughs> Um, these changes bothered Lawlan because they resulted in a lack of well-defined middle sex in the script, which is what we noticed when we watched the movie. There's just like once upon once upon once upon a time, it's three bears, guy lots came in the house and lived happily ever after. And you're going, well, where's the dynamics? Where's yeah. the suspense? Where's the action? Nothing was in there, yeah. and that's they had the same problem, purely because we would say Orion Pictures and EMI. Uh, stuck their beaks in a little bit too much. Yeah, I would not have allowed mm. them to do that. Well, can I say shit happens? Um, yeah. well, I guess you can. Shit happens. Uh, <laughs> What's the other problem that uh, they did wrong? I think, honestly, the, to me, I don't think they made a total commitment to how they're going to do the movie. Hmm. Was it a parody? Was it a tribute? I don't think they really sat down and had the right direction when they wrote the script. They wrote the script without a focus. Or maybe the EMI bit and the Orion bit stuffed it up so much they got no idea. They lost the track. I don't know. Something went wrong because it just... its It, like, it, it was neither to me. It, it wasn't funny, like a parody should be. Mm. And it didn't come out much like a tribute because it was... It didn't have that same feel as the original type movies I was trying to emulate. So I don't mm. know if it's a, um, yeah. Yeah, I just wouldn't mind a little bit more mm. suspense and thriller stuff. Yeah, and just had nothing. Well, here's something too. Uh, 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 on there, on the positive side, the uh, Condon and Lawlan created a visual plan in advance and and, and helped them to film the uh, shoot the film in only five weeks. So when you look at the Forgetting the script and everything, but the continuity, mm. uh, the filming, the direction, even though it was lacking in a few things, the whole pro- the project was good, but just lacking those key elements. They did a good job in five weeks, but 
they could have done a lot better with the dialogue and and the feeling of the matter. Mm. Mm. Now, now, so getting back to a few things, Orion and EMI suggested, drum roll please, <laughs> that Mel Gibson and Powers Booth uh, play the uh, in the movie instead of, um, I'll say, um, uh, Matt and the uh, the other lady, Nancy, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, and um, for some reason. Um, yeah, I don't know why they chose uh, Paul uh, Lamatt for, but he was well known. Uh, yeah, he, he did was, a good job mm. considering. Yeah, mm. they, had, they got a note here. He had a Joel McRae quality, whatever that's supposed to mean. Mm. Uh, I know Joel McRae, but yeah. mm. uh, oh, he's—I mean—for the role of Betty, uh, Lawland wanted an actress from New York and not someone from California trying to sound like they come from New York. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. but, yeah, yeah, reality works, you know. You're kidding me, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, you get you get a movie sometimes. They put an Australian in an American movie mm. or a British movie or whatever, and they get a local person to try to put an Australian accent. Mm. Australians talk like Australians. It's no good me putting on an American accent and pretending to be an American because I don't sound like an American. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And they're worried about um, California. I no, would they, have thought... no, different accent oh, across the country. They, they say words a bit different. I see. Yeah, it's all like going down south there. They got a southern twang they get down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we the people up on the north side don't talk that way. That's yeah. Uh So yeah, they were trying to keep a bit of realism going through there, which is a credit. Mm. Um, yeah, but it just yeah, it yeah. kind of uh, the dead bits didn't work for me really well. It, there's too many dead bits, and it meandered like a molasses river. How's that? Yeah. I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to run down the producer and director. They they worked hard on this in the previous movie. Yeah. But I think the again, like I said, Orion and EMI stuffed up the production so they couldn't make the movie they wanted to make. That's yeah. it. I mean, they should have been more intense when mm. when we got close to the 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 most terrifying bits. Like you not yeah, there's no like, build up. There's, yeah. There was no, there was no real climax. Yeah. There was an ending. It told a story, but there was no. The climax was like, yeah. oh, they're, they're the aliens are standing there. Oh, yeah. peachy. There is and no. That ex- was about it. There is just no explanation why they wanted Elizabeth so badly. Well, there was no explanation why they were there. I did. We came here. Our studies are complete. Why are they studying? Are they going to take us over? Um, are they? Uh, Doing a social studies sort of study on us to see what we're like. Or trying to interact with humans. Yeah, interact with humans, see if it's worthwhile. Hey, can we move down here or make it a holiday destination? Or or, do, or anything. There's was, nothing. Nothing or, came out of it why they were here. Yeah. Or even doing a Roger Corman thing with um, um, Not the Surf, where that alien guy came to Earth just so he can know if he can interact with humans, yeah. but at the same time had to find a cure for, for his blood disease. Blood that his, his plant was going through. There was just nothing like that in this movie. They didn't say why they're here and what they're after or why they're going back and if they're going to come back again and destroy us. Or in like in, yeah. or like in this another example, like in Dead City, I mean Dark City, Dark where, City yeah. where in that one they were trying to find um, the, a human, our, the human soul. The soul, whatever you yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. This one didn't even explain why they came. Yeah, it's a, There's always something it's to tie the story It could have been in the original ever. script. Yeah, that could be it. But it got lost. Yeah, because of some stupid... Because the both producers um, didn't bother to put a good reason behind it. Well, yeah, they got lost. 
That's a, that's I mean, a, not producers, the production The production companies. companies they yeah. didn't bother to put something that ties the whole story together. Yeah. Now, and having said that, okay, you know, you know me from previous uh, reviews that I don't like reviewers because half of them haven't got a clue what they're talking about. And actually, in this instance, uh, a good example is this. A couple of reviewers said it wasn't wasn't a bad movie. Huh? Wait a minute. They said it wasn't a bad movie. They said, oh, I have a nice little story. It died in its bum at the box office. It was boring as bat's pee. And they said it was a good movie. Pardon me. I don't think they got it. I got it written down here. I know that, but they don't don't seem to get yeah, it. Yeah. They they pra- they don't praise the really awesome movies, I, I won't and say, they don't they praise a movie the, this one yeah, that's well, so boring. Here's a comment. I won't say who they're from because you know, I, I, I don't want to give them any. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. I no, just it, don't want to be a troll again. I, no, I just no, feel no, like no, no, that sure, these guys sure. don't have a clue what there, we're talking about. Some of these reviewers, it is as a tasteful monster movie with a terrible secret. Yeah, and the secret's never revealed. What secret? What secret? And what do you mean tasteful monster for the movie? Um, huh. um, yeah, I did it. Here we are. Hovering unclassifiably between nostalgia and satire, this amiably hip genre movie confirms Lolan as a deliberately minor... Uh, but unique stylist. Say they're saying he did a really good job, and it's yeah, yeah. it's a hip genre movie. Um, Please, kill it's up me. to the viewer to determine just how, whatever foul this uh, knife, whatever that means, style is. But either way, it choose to take it. Strange invaders offers a good deal of laid back fun. What fun? I don't uh, see. Well, I'll be blowing chunks, honestly. Yeah, honestly. I yeah. was bored. It's, I mean, if you wanted a good sleeping pill, this is it, folks. This movie, I don't, I hate saying it, guys, but it does boring. Is is all the way I can describe this movie. It doesn't even do anything. Yeah. It just the only thing that comes to life is the um, special effects. And then, and and he didn't like the movie. <laughs> Now, uh, yet these two, these reviews uh, keep saying, "Oh, how wonderful it wait is! A minute. Oh, great!" Now, now I've got two which aren't quite so favourable. Okay, oh, Strange Invaders is a pastiche, pastiche, whatever, a film school jumble of aphorisms and winks at the audience that are neither as knowing nor amusing as they are meant to be. Oh, which means finally, someone with brains. Yeah, so they weren't very happy with the <laughs> what movie. What true review was, uh, was this one from? No, I'm not saying who they are. So okay. Uh, another movie, uh, Strange Invaders never quite makes up its mind whether it's a send-up or a faithful recreation of the Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It, mm. wasn't, a, it wasn't intended to be a recreation of the Body Snatchers. No. Or it came from outer space, or the bubble, etc. Uh, <laughs> it hovers somewhere in between. Too naive to be convincing, too self-conscious to be allegorical. Whatever. I'm not quite sure what allegorical means, but... Uh, anyway, um, yeah, two of the guys think it's a great movie, the other guys think it's... Crap. Um, I'd, I'd go off the second two. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I don't know why the first yeah. two just think it's, oh, it's a wonderful movie. Blah, 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 and they've got no idea. I mean, they just, some of these reviewers really, I'm sure they don't see the films. 
Yeah, I'm sure they get bribed by the filmmaker. Yeah, probably. It could be. It, yeah, you could be right on the mark there. So, can you give us a favourable review to help push the film? Yeah. And I'm sure in some cases it's got to happen because the guys who gave a positive review on this, I think they must have been reviewing a different movie altogether. Um, mm. And look, I, again, I'm not going against the guys who produced and directed it. I am going against EMI and Orion because I think they stuffed up the project. And, uh, yeah, and that's... Yeah. And they're the guys who put the money up. You would think they want the best product for their money, the best bang for buck, get a return, make some dollars. Yeah. And what they do, they stuff it up so it's, they yeah. throw money down the toilet. I yeah. just don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. These guys don't know how to make a movie. Yeah, they, I mean, they leave it, I mean, when you look yeah. at um, other movies that deal with other sci-fis that have made the industry, this one, I just wish that they could this have... This could have been a lot better for only a, a few minor tweaks. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, they lost it. Yeah. And I think the rewrites lost it. Yeah, and they should have not turned yeah. to the... St- well, the studio should have just left it up to Michael and his crew yeah. to, or his team to work on the script and do it their way. Yeah, and, and they might have had a far better product, which might have made some dollars. And they, uh, this, this is a part of a, a three-movie uh, three deal. They made the first movie. Which is called Stranger Behaviour. Uh, and that Strange Behaviour. Or Dead Kids. That was in 1981. This is done two years later. They had intended to make a Nick, another movie after this, but because this one died so miserably at the box office, they said, well, we're not going to make the other movie because we're just going backwards. Um, yeah, it's it. just like when they did yeah. Halloween or Friday the 13th. It started off as an independent film and or or even The Last House on the Left. Oh, yeah, they yeah, all yeah. started off as independent stuff. Yeah. And, and they, they made, yeah. and they kind of really impressed so many people yeah. for and its time, generation. Look at, look at the Saw franchise. Hmm. That was done as a pretty much a student film here in Australia, hmm. about 10 or 15 minutes of student film. Hmm. And they used that to sort of float it uh, through to the production houses with a synopsis and everything. Yeah. And it was taken on, was it Grindhouse? Or mm. who, who took them on? I can't remember which studio production company. Or Lionsgate or somebody took them on there. Oh, Lionsgate, Lionsgate, yeah. And they made a dirty, great big, great franchise out of what, seven, seven films, eight films? Well, it's pretty much, I think it's about eight or... Yeah, whatever. And they made a lot of money out of it from a fresh idea and they let the guys, uh, James Wan, run with it. And I think he, he, he did the first couple of movies and moved away. Yeah. But they let him do the movie. Yeah. Another yeah. interesting yeah. thing is the guys that... Um, let me see. Um, this was considered a tribute movie or... A tribute movie to the, but, uh, the 50 style. But I've looked at a number of tribute movies. The ones that I've done, I've I've been... Most of my friends have done tribute movies, like my friend Joshua Kennedy, Kennedy yeah. and another one who does the Never Hike Alone, which is a Friday the 13th yeah, uh, fan film. And they're yeah. much more a better adapt to telling a story about really, this and stuff. And they're really good. I mean, Joshua Kennedy, I mean, Joshua appears to do it on a budget. Yeah. And for, his, for what his budget is, he does a reasonably good job. I think he does too. And the guy does the hike alone thing. He whenever um, yeah, never hike alone. Uh, what's his name? Uh, is it Eugene? Um, mm. Oh, what his name? He got a weird name. I uh, can't remember it. Uh, he does a good job. 
Yeah. It really he does that Jace Voorhees sort of thing quite nicely, doesn't he? Yeah, I kind of um, like yeah. the whole... Yeah. I like it that independent filmmakers out there, the ones who just... Um, put themselves put out there. Put them out there. Them on YouTube, mm. and it's it's a great... Great storytelling, they idea story thing they did they do mostly. Yeah. They know how to create a story and and entertain the viewers, and at the same time you walk away, you're and you're still talking about it. Yeah, and that's it, and that, and that's that's the ticket for a movie. If you can go, if you can leave the theater and do coffee or go home or and then have a have a sit back and talk, yeah, you know, and you say, hey, that wasn't a bad movie. Yeah, you like that bit, and that. That's your take home bit. If you if you're saying if you can't walk out the theater and say that was a waste of ten dollars or whatever or twenty dollars, <laughs> yeah, 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 you might talk about it, but different, but, but use a lot of different words. Mm. And but yeah, if you take it home and you talk about it, to me that makes a good movie. Exactly. Mm. So I don't know what's Michael miss. I mean, it's I know it's the pro- the production company's a little bit of that. I, th- I look honestly. I think Walter and Michael may have had a good project. Yeah. In the can, or ready to go into the can, and EMI and Orion stuffed yeah. it up on them. Yeah, I think that like yeah. several. I wouldn't be. I mean, this is probably the first movie that's that's did that's the exact opposite to a lot of movies we reviewed so far that gave that are given bad reviews by a number of other film reviewers, and. Well, the other movies that we reviewed that were so grand spanking great, yeah. and still paying, still yeah. a lot of people are buying to this day. Yeah, yeah. This movie is doing the exact opposite, yeah, and no, yet yeah. I don't like it. The fact that but, these reviewers gave it such a satisfying the, review. Two, yeah, two of the reviewers have got really no idea what a movie is supposed to be. I don't know what they expected, mm. unless they were paid off by the. Look, I, re- the, I, I reckon there's a bit of graft and corruption going on. Yeah, give us a good review. We need all the help we can get. I mean, even the major guys um, who normally show up like Rotten Tomatoes and Roger Ebert and different guys, yeah. I can't even find a review from those, go- those yeah. guys. They probably yeah. thought it was mm. so, so low, they probably didn't bother to They didn't review. even bother. So, well, well maybe it was, it was not on the system anyway. So, anyway, look, irrespective. Yeah. Availability, if you want to see it. Uh, to be honest, I don't. <laughs> Amazon, it's not rentable. There are a couple for sale. Hmm. eBay, there's some... There's some available for sale. However, there is an animated film of the same name of the same year. Ooh. It is not the same movie. It's, really? It's, so yeah, hmm. it's it's called the same thing. It's exactly Strange Invaders, nineteen eighty-three animated. So I don't know whether it's just a fluke, whatever. But oh well, it's never because the they had Space Invaders after the game yeah. back in those days. Yeah, well, yeah, it has yeah. been going on a lot. Like yeah. you always find a movie that comes at the, the same, same year, time, same year, same year, though, yeah. with the same name, and then it sort of makes it hard to, yeah. to find. And also, the and also there's VHS copies out there. You don't want those. Um, yeah, I've got a VHS, well, yeah. VHS player. Just today, I was looking up a movie that I hope to review for my next review. Oh, is that available? Do you check? Is this available on YouTube? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, it's not even available on YouTube. Nobody wants it. So, um, it might be on score a copy. Yeah, Mike uh, here was watching the strange behavior one, and, the, he, th- and he thought it was. Uh, what did you think uh, it was? Yeah, it, it's it's about as it runs along a bit too slow for my liking. It's a good story. Yeah. Um, I'd say the script and the way it was handled was a tad better than this movie. But to me, it was a little bit slow. Mm. Uh, but I think I know what they're trying to do. 
Uh, they could have been a little bit more, uh, yeah. Uh, what's the word? Dynamics in it. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I'm, again, I'm not don't want to go against Walter or Michael. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're good movies, but yet yeah, to me they should have been a little bit more dynamics in it. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't understand this. Why can't the stu- the studios just let them use well, the, get their imaginations out there and use? Yeah, but the I don't know why. I, don't, I, have, I haven't looked into the first movie to mm. see what who did what whom there. Although I have so, heard of yeah. some studios that allow your free spirit filmmaking ideas flow. Um, to but be honest, the point if you were going okay. If I was going to do a film today and I was looking for uh, a studio to take on the project and finance it, I would have a word and say, look, I have got a script here. I want to stay as true to the script as possible. If you read the, here's a synopsis, here's a script, do you like it? Yes, if not, I'll find another production house to take the movie on. Hmm. And then get written down paper, say you have to complete artistic control over the movie or at least 95% control and they can come in and discuss things with you subject to your signing off on the changes not yeah. being told hung out to dry by a production company yeah even if the idea is because you really can lose cool. you can lose it so easily hmm. i mean we we did demolition man some time back and demolition man had a similar problem hmm. it, they no no judge dread sorry judge dread judge dread yeah judge dread it was sitting on the fence. They didn't know whether it was going to be comical or a serious movie. And too many people were saying what they thought. Even and Sylvester put his five cents in, in it. In, or, or ten cents, whatever. You know, inflation. Now, the point is that it lost something. It was still a good movie, but it mm. could have been better than it was. But too many people were saying, oh, I think it should be done this way. I, th- I think it should be done that way. And this character should be done. So let the bloody director direct. And let the scriptwriter write. And let write. the scriptwriter do the script writing. And let the blue sit back and get get the money, you know. Um, yeah, the producers should yeah. not work on this stuff. They, they should. They don't have... If the blue sit doesn't know how to make a movie, they're just bankrolling it. They say they should talk to them, find out what they're doing and see if it works in line of what they want to do in a movie. Hmm. But not tell them what to do. Yeah. And don't tell them that... Um, I'm bankrolling this, so you do what I say, which yeah, but, yeah. I think they should not do that. That'd be like an accountant making a movie. Yeah. Holding the, the purse strings over the, over the head. Yeah, like but a, the, the account, like a, accountant doesn't even know what end of the camera to look into. Yeah. You know, so it's just like when Alfred yeah. Hitchcock told, um, in that movie, told the censor guy um, that you should come down and, yeah, and, and I, watch I, our, yeah. the... The um the make out scene for and, and then if you view and, and suggest, suggest how you wants to actually rewrite it and replay it, I really respect your input, and that scared the censor away <laughs> <laughs> because we made a wrong call on it. It would say you destroy the film. Yeah, you see, you use psychology on it. So. But, that, but it. we don't know if that really went on. That was in the bio. I would have loved that yeah. if that really did to it happen. But no, you got to play the game. You got if you got to stay true to yourself in the industry. Yeah. And it's really hard for people who are scratching to get financial banking. Yeah, I think yeah, they yeah, should... And you get, they get hung out to drive by these guys who got the money. Yeah, I think yeah. they should leave it to them to work out the story and then wait until if we have a good product worth worth looking at. Yeah. And then, look, then then make the, fi- yeah. the final decision at the cutting room. Now, I'm going to do a grading on this in a minute. And honestly, this is no reflection on Walter Koblenz or Michael Wallen. Yeah. It's reflecting more on the um, 
what EMI and Orion did to the movie. Mm, me okay? too. So I wish... Oh, I can't say wish that the success of the future. This movie was done years ago. But yeah, this was yeah, done in um, 1983. So, they, but, so who knows what these studios have been doing in the past tense. I'm talking Walter and Mike. I don't know what they've done since. But, yeah, it's not against you guys. It's against the movie and how it got destroyed by production companies. I'm only, I can only give it, say, seven to seven and a half. And only against them, not you guys. Yeah. Uh. Because, honestly, I could see where it was going. It was lacking something, I think, where they uh, were crapped on you and made you uh, rewrite the script and take scenes out and different things. It lost the plot, and yeah. it wasn't your fault. Um, and you couldn't salvage it properly. Yeah. So, you know. I'm sorry about it, Walter and Michael, if you're still alive and kicking. Um, yeah. 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 Mm. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, seven, seven and a half. I mean, yeah. I'm going to give it six and a half. I'm sorry, guys. It's just... Yeah. This story had full potential. They just had, had too many dead had bits. had the potential to be a fantastic movie. Yeah, it had too many yeah. dead bits, and everyone was running too slow. It was boring. I mean, honestly, it was the way it came over to me, it was too slow, too boring. I mean, the slower bits would have been good if you had some faster bits going on. Yeah. A little action it. wouldn't uh, go yeah. straight. And there's no, no real action in it. Yeah. It just, oh, it's sort of like a walk through the forest. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And, and always the yeah. aliens seem to capture the humans. Like, yeah. they won they want ahead. One already. Yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sorry, but, yeah, it's it's one of those movies which should have been better. Yeah. And it could have been better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at a loss, folks. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, Walter and Michael, if you're around. Uh, I'm probably Bill. And I'm sorry, yeah. guys, if I sound like a troll in this this time. No, we're not being a troll. We're being realistic. I mean, it's, we're not we're not bagging the guys. We're bagging the movie. Yes. Yeah, okay, and we have to be honest. And if we're going to review a movie, say this is a great movie, this is a great movie, this is a great movie, blah 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 blah, and it's not, people are going to believe and not believe our podcast. Yeah. Uh, affair. Mm. Yeah. I just don't understand mm. it. I mean, I know this is a tribute. This, this might be. Is they they. Some of these reviewers think it's a tribute movie, but I've seen tribute movies, but and most of the tribute movies I've seen are, are a lot more exciting, and they knew knew yeah, how to add and, the yeah, right and stuff they're, they're to the story. And they're copying what's already been done. They said, oh, we'll get that. Yeah, we'll use that sort of feeling, that sort of scene. And I've seen Twilight like Zone, yeah. and I've seen all the, the old sci-fis. I've seen Outer Limits, and usually they... Even well, those. Are, even yeah. those. There's always suspense and thriller yeah. and creepiness and they always leave you wanting more. Yeah, exactly that's right. That's what's missing and from that's this what, movie. This, this, I mean, this was, yeah, like I said, a, a slow-moving molasses river, mm-hmm. and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sorry, but they, I know where they're going with them. They could have been far better, and yeah. uh, it, I don't know if it was, if it was yeah. the script, I don't know if it was Michael. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but they, I, I, I still think it's got something to do with yeah, EMI and Orion. Yeah, there was plenty of bits yeah. they could add on. Like they maybe the train, the bit where they're on the train, they could have they made dodged aliens from who were yeah, trying to. St- they could stalk, have had a bit, a bit more down. of a battle with the aliens in New York City. Yeah, stalking them and whatever, maybe build up the suspense there. Yeah, Just hiding from them. Yeah, all that stuff. whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're being left- stalked by them, running. Mm-hmm. But not looking like I'm going to walk down the street and help them to cab and smile. No, you look like you're really terrified. 
No. Yeah, it felt like the... And that sort of thing. Yeah, just I little s- things. I think the yeah. actors probably didn't even take I think it seriously. I think they got to stage where the actors didn't know what was going on, so they just walked... They did a, they did a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not knocking the actors. I mean, you, you can only do so much what you're given, and if they weren't given enough, they'd just kind of mm. do a read-through, pretty much. Yeah, it made me yeah. wish I could be watching um, some one of Roger Corman's stuff now. Well, I'll... I'll, I'll and I'm not knocking anybody, and I keep saying that, but I would liken this to... Oh, I couldn't liken it to anything. Um, mm. But, Ed, look, Ed Wood made inexpensive... I look, some people say cheap and nasty movies. Even Ed Wood's movies were more interesting than this. Yeah, at least he put a key reason why the, yeah, the, he had the of, stuff he, he happens He tried to bring like up this. some suspense and a bit of action and different things. This this movie lacked it, and yeah. they're going. And they wow. usually come up with a good reason why they're there, yeah. not just because they're there for the, the, um, the meaning of life. Well, it's not the meaning of life; it's the meaning of the bloody movie. Yeah, mm. it's um, anyway. Yeah, they, they lost something anyway. Not against like not against Walter and Michael. I think it's against the production companies who stuck their beaks in. So I'm yeah. sorry, but mm. they, the guys with the money should stand yeah. back and let the creative people create. Yeah, mm. I just wish we could, if we can, yeah. change. I would. If there's one thing I would love to change about the industry. Is that I just wish that they left it up to the director yeah. and the scriptwriter to have con- creative control Sorry, over exactly their work. Right. Instead, yeah, instead, look, no, it's We won't do it this way. Yeah, that's a no. To me, it's a no no. Yeah, this has been going on if, for many years. If it's good enough for EMI and Orion to take the project on and finance it, they must have enough confidence in the script. Hmm. To actually do that role, yeah. If they don't like yeah. it, get another script. Get some. Let them go somewhere else. Yeah. They might have found a better production house, which might let them actually yeah. do the movie properly. I just wish that the studios mm. put their trust in the film, the directors and the scriptwriters. Yeah, you can, look. You can imagine if someone said Steven Spielberg, we don't like the way you're going to write this movie. Uh, do this movie. Can you change it? What would he say? Bugger off. Well, I'd, I think you'd say sterner words than that. Um, it's say it'd use a lot of expletives <laughs> yeah, because he's a very damn fine filmmaker a good producer director he knows what he's doing yeah. and that doesn't mean the new guys don't know what they're doing the guys down the bottom they're just new blood Steven yeah. Spielberg was new once George Lucas was new once James Cameron James hmm. yeah uh, and Don Carpenter all these guys they was all new once yeah, they were, and they came up with some awesome ideas. They yeah, ne- they, it was all new once, yeah. and they were new once. Yeah, and yeah. they used their imaginations and created yeah. such wonderful, memorable movies. Exactly. So, guys, the guys of the bank books, the big What really money, annoys me? They that should sort of you know, sit back and think, yeah. how can I make money out of this? Do I let the director play and, and the yeah. producer play with it? And... Great. One yeah, thing that really yeah. annoys me, guys, is that the lower, lower, um, the the latest filmmakers out there, like the um, like, well, you know, the the one um, the one I always keep mentioning so too many times in the past. Um, let's see, um, J.J. Um, Abrams and the other here. guys, they're practically they're not where where George and Steven Spielberg are at. To yeah, be they're good, but they're not. They haven't got quite. They haven't quite made it yet. They're as practically far as, as far as we're concerned. They're anyway. practically. Um, dr- they're practically 
governed, they've practically been forced by the producer, the, com the companies, yeah, the to, companies, to yeah. do this. Do it against, this way. Do it yeah, like yeah. against their will. Yeah. Well, not do it against will. We want it done this way. Yeah. Okay. I remember yeah. when they yeah. were doing these films that they, when th when they were doing the spin one of the spin-offs for Star Wars, they ended up firing one of the directors and replacing him well, with Well, yeah, that's else. happened on different... I think... They'd, and I think Aliens had the same sort of mm. problem. They were swapping and changing directors over and yeah. different things. I and just mean I've had something to do with Warner Studios in England or something. Had a lot yeah. of had disputes mm. and crap going on. Ah, oh, just it, go and make the bloody movie. You yeah, know, well, in this it, case, I just hated that they the way they treat these yeah. directors. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. they may have an awesome idea in the make, but they are yeah. but the the whoever's holding the purse strings are just giving them a hard time. Yeah. So, or yeah. whoever is giving them a hard time. It could have been the actors yeah. giving them a hard no, time too. It, it, it's, it's usually production companies mm. where, yeah, and directors and those sort of guys having uh, creational differences, mm. is it? <laughs> yeah, I've been through that. Anyway, let, let's kill it. I mean, yeah. we don't want to keep going. I, These people yeah, want to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I feel like I'm, I'm yeah. dragging on here. I just hate that... that that these guys often keep holding the purse strings and don't realise these people have brains. Exactly. They're the creative ones. Yeah. Hey, but did anyone tell Picasso how to paint one of his paintings? Nope. Michelangelo had to do some sculpting? No. no. Although they probably would say, give, get take some art lessons. You can take that but wristwatch off that statue. Oh, sorry. Uh. <laughs> no way. But. Anyway, okay, that's about it for us tonight, guys. So let us know what you guys think about this movie. In if you can uh, find a copy of it, I mean, you might be able to find it in secondhand places or whatever. There might be some sort of streaming. So I don't go into all the streaming services. Yeah. So you might find a copy of it somewhere. It's worth a look. And then the previous movie as well, the um. Strange Behaviour, or Dead Kids, it's got two names, mm. in 1981, it's the movie they made before this, and you get the idea that some of the dynamics aren't there, but the stories aren't too bad. Yeah, mm. yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I guess the story has heart, but I just wish the actions of the actors could have a bit of heart. Yeah, a zombie flick would have been better, even if the zombie's running around just walking through the forest, yeah. Yeah. Do, 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 yeah, and that's how it came over. They just had no life in the actors. Yeah, that's what I mean. They, uh, they were forced into it, maybe. Well, they, oh, I think it ended up being a money job, I think. Mm. They just, they just, scene one, here we go, right, walk through here, right, scene two, walk through there and say those words, scene three, yeah. And that was about, that's how it came over. And who knows what it was like. Yeah. I mean, if they were doing script changes, they may have done it even when they were... In the middle they of could the scene. Done, they, could have, they could have done some script writing on the day almost. Uh, yeah. So I was going to change a few lines here. And, oh, yeah. Lord, here we go again. And, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. I get... So, yeah. It, that probably would have been a pain for these poor... Yeah. The actors. actors yeah. And so the you're script a, writer. I mean, but you pull them out and you're Nancy Allen and you're Diana Scarwood. Um, and those sort of people, they, they, they probably didn't know if they're coming or going. Anyway, yeah. Let's wrap it. Yeah, that's probably the reason why it was. So, it was they didn't know where they're coming or going and decided to end it in the church, oh, which yeah. I actually like the idea. If it ended in, a, air, in an airfield or whatever, that would well, be no, cool. No, that was supposed to be in the middle of the movie, mm -hmm. not ending there. It's supposed to be that was part of the guts of the movie they took out, mm. which might have actually been the cohesive bit they needed. Mm. And Maybe. it wasn't there. Yeah, and that could have been the scene where it would explain where why Elizabeth was so important well it's sort of like saying Indiana Jones 
and the Temple of Doom and taking the temple out of it. Yeah, exactly. He went to India for a holiday. Yeah. That's okay. it. Finished. <laughs> yeah, the, end. It. the end. Oh, here's a rock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, so thanks for listening to this podcast, everyone. Yeah. So I'm sorry if, that if we came hey, off look, as troll-like. No, we, no, no. The point is we're not troll. We're not just bagging it. We're doing a post-mortem on it and saying there are good bits in the movie, but we think it could have been better, and I think we, we, we know the reason is obviously uh, they were um, interfered with. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. don't place the blame on the director or the scriptwriter. No. Place the blame on the studios. Well, there. Yeah, I mean, and maybe the reviewers. No, I don't think the reviewers even cared to review it. That's mm-hmm. why I found four, two, sort of good ones, and two. So it's like, <laughs> what the hell you think you're doing? Reviews. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. thanks for listening to this podcast, everyone. So um, until next time. Until next time. Mm-hmm. This is Sarah Stevenson and Margot saying, "See you guys around." Bye, guys.